You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. The Bears, oh my God. The Bears are an abject mess. Yeah. It's a disaster in Chicago right now, Matt Harmon. Um, by the way, Kyle Brandt calls out Chase Claypool, right? And Claypool just gets destroyed online, destroyed on social media. Um, and, and there's real questions as to whether or not this dude's going to play in week number two. Not only does he play Matt Harmon, Chase Claypool sees eight targets. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Crazy, crazy stuff there in Chicago, but the offense looks like it's an absolute mess. Um, DJ Moore. I mean, there's all these cutups and stuff right now going on, on, on online. If you go on Twitter and, you know, Justin Fields ain't it and Justin Fields missing this read. Justin Fields holding the ball too long, doing all these different type of things. Um, look, the Internet's having a field day. With the Chicago offense, I don't know what are you seeing with Chicago, uh, but it certainly has through two weeks been a little bit of a mess. Yeah, this is one of those things where like you can get into debates and you can get into the weeds of um, okay, what's what's really bad here? Like, is it the receivers? Is it the coaching? Is it Justin Fields? And like the answer to it can just be yes. Yes, it is all. The answer all, is yes. <laughs> yes, it is all bad. Um, right. I think that at times, like last year, especially late, you know, now like the middle of the season, Luke Getze can like had some decent ideas as an offensive coordinator, but the stuff they've been running out the first two weeks is like I've never seen. Um, I've never seen. You know, I, I, you mentioned Twitter's or having a field day. Like JT O'Sullivan is like recording ninety-minute videos talking about the Bears' offense and just you know filleting this offense. And definitely check it out if you have you know QB school. JT does a great job. Um, but you know, and he's highlighted this. I, I have never seen two receivers line up as like the outside, like the outside receiver and then the slot receiver and run like a cr- 
little curl route or a corner route in the end zone. Like that's never seen that happen before. Uh, you saw it again this week where two receivers, I think it was DJ Moore and Cole Komet run the exact same like curl route, uh, like literally right next to each other. I mean, the spacing is atrocious. It's awful. Uh, the design is terrible. They're throwing these screen passes. You know, you, you throw a pick six on a screen pass to Shaquille Barrett. Disaster at the end of the Bucks game. You know, Justin Fields is absolutely passing up deep throws. Like, they're there. Downfield throws are there, but he he's not pulling the trigger, which is weird because he is like a big – he was a big game hunter when he hit the NFL yeah, field. Oh yeah, That was absolutely. the thing about him. Yep. Almost yep. to a fault sometimes. You know, he's still taking – boneheaded sacks like the pass protection bad sacks bad sacks bad sacks and you know this is like they're another team that um i don't know that they have any difference makers and that's harsh when you think about dj moore who i think is a good like a good player Mm -hmm. um but i think that it was i mean how many times did people in the offseason conflate dj moore with like AJ Brown and Steph Diggs and those trade. And I mean, right. You just look at their reception perception results. And like DJ Moore is a good player, but he is not at that level. Like he's not an elite number one receiver. He's not a, you drop this guy into this offense and it fixes everything because he didn't do that for Carolina. The last, like the entire, yeah. the entirety of his career. <laughs> and I'm right. saying this as a, I like DJ Moore. I'm a fan of DJ Moore, the player, but I think that jumped the shark to the point where it's like, yeah, they probably went from the 32nd ranked receiver room last year to 18th maybe this past year. Cause like Darnell Mooney's probably a three and Clay- Chase Claypool at best is a three. And we definitely hadn't gotten his best the fir- you know, th- uh, throughout the course of his bears career, what they're doing with Cole Komet, lining him up in like this track stance. It's bizarre. Um, I-, I don't know. I- everything is kind of going wrong in Chicago. And I, I just feel like, I just have a tough time seeing how like Justin Fields sort of recovers from this and how the Bears recover from this. I, I'm just confused to the Darnell Mooney usage. Uh, Thirty percent. He only played 15 snaps. 30 percent of the snaps, offensive snaps, there in a week did, number did, two. Did get an injury uh, at one point during this game, so there is that. But he, I, there is that, but again, but of those 15 snaps, I don't see him recording a single route run. So. I'm just again. I'm a little bit confused by the usage. Um, then they go and they they. By the way, they they go out in free agency and woo Deontay Foreman. Then they spend a draft pick on Rashawn Johnson at running back, and then they go and make Deontay Foreman inactive. So I'm just like I said. I think the personnel decisions are a little bit funky. As you mentioned, some of the technique stuff is a little funky. The route combinations are a little weird. I, I thought it couldn't get worse than when we had Matt Nagy. I really thought it couldn't get worse. Um, and right now, what the Chicago Bears are showing on film, it might be just a little bit worse because it's it's nonsensical. It just, I, I don't know. It just seems so weird to watch these guys play offense. It's one of the weirdest offenses I can remember watching. And it's pretty troubling, man. Uh, I definitely think it's really troubling and and so it's just it's it's sad for these guys like Fields who is a really talented quarterback but I really think these guys sometimes can only take so much uh can only take so <laughs> can only take so many things going wrong especially yeah. from the jump you know like with a lot of these quarterbacks I don't know with some of these guys like 
it's just it's over before it really begins when your head coach Matt Nagy is going to run an offense in his rookie year that was like so suited to like quick game and and like Andy Dalton basically being your quarterback like it's the Andy Dalton offense they just drop Justin Fields in there that's right. tough and then I know a lot of people are telling me like well why don't they go back to the offense they ran last year uh, where they were you know doing all these design runs well because <laughs> Justin Fields got obliterated last year you guys right. not do we not remember that like right. that by the end of the, his run with the Bears last year he wasn't even a viable NFL quarterback because he was so and by the way he just still clearly wasn't like a, an a tier passer or even close no and he was he was beat to beat to hell as a runner man it's like I, I've told the story before but like I remember interviewing him at the Super Bowl with Austin, with Austin Eckler, and, and Eckler saying like, "You know, there's only one thousand yard rusher on this stage, and it's not me, and it wasn't me either. And it, it was it was Justin Fields. Like and, that is so and interesting. Being, and yeah. and being like, man, you know, maybe we'll see you run for a thousand yards. And and Justin, I can't remember if it's on camera or not, but Justin going like, man, God, I hope not. You know, like he, <laughs> he, he doesn't want to do that because who the hell right. would want to do that and get crushed? Yeah, I don't, I, you know, they add DJ Moore and you're thinking, okay, they've got DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, who's coming back healthy and, uh, and Chase Claypool. Maybe they could, sp- and Cole Komet, by the way, is I think a really good pass catching option too. Maybe they could just spread it out a little bit. You know, uh, they're going to go shotgun. And as a matter of fact, 92% of their offensive plays have been from shotgun um, to, to start the season. Right. So uh, they're trying to get fields comfortable. This is obviously the the style of offense. Well, at least the formation of the style of offense that they ran at Ohio State, right? But, but again, spread them out, you know, spread them out and do your thing. It's just, I don't know, man. Like it, it's, it's very weird uh, what they've got going on in Chicago. And, and it, I can't believe I'm saying this, but there was a lot of hope and expectations coming into the season, and we're two weeks in, Matt. And I swear to God, it's, it's gone. It's all over, the hope. Yeah. All the hope and aspirations, they've evaporated just like that in two weeks. It's crazy. That's how bad they've looked. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yep. And it's just not a good roster. I think that hope was misplaced for as much as like, all right, the Packers are turning over with Jordan Love and like, yeah, the Vikings are going to regress and the Lions, you know, are they really like a true blue contender or are they just like, you know, a plucky team from last year. You have all those questions, but it's like still, and all those things, by the way, have happened. You know, there's been mm-hmm. yeah some really great moments. There's been some uh, okay moments with Jordan Love. There's been the Vikings clearly have regressed, and the Lions are one and one. Right? They they beat the Chiefs, but then they lose to a fellow NFC team. But still, like all that stuff has happened. All that stuff has come to pass. But the Bears have just not made the leap because this offense. I mean, but this whole roster, like we haven't even talked about the defense, which might be even more oh. unserious than the offense. Oh. And and yeah, I, I think it's pretty tough for Matt Eberflus, who I don't know, and I I've no real like, I I don't know much about him as a, I don't know him as a really as a person at all. And then from a head coaching perspective, you know, I, I don't know, but like he's kind of supposed to be the effort and intensity coach. And yeah, I think you would have made a statement if you made Chase Claypool inactive after that kind of effort in week one. But instead, you go out there and he's like a featured part of the game plan. That's a tough look. 
Yo, this is the, the, the really bad look, I think, for Matt Eberflus, is that this guy is supposed to be, like you said, an effort dude. And obviously, there's uh, a lot of question marks about effort uh, on this team. <clears throat> and then on top of that, he's supposed to be a freaking defensive guy. He's a former yeah. defensive coordinator. This is the worst defense in the NFL. I thought Again. it was going to be Arizona. It, it's Chicago. Chicago is the worst defense in the NFL. Uh, I mean, Baker Mayfield out here slinging the rock. Okay. Looking like, looking like an absolute stud. Okay. From this Matt Eberflus offense or defense rather. And man, it's bad. It is really, really bad. And I don't think, look, I don't think they have a deep defensive roster, but they've got some guys. It's not like it's, it's just completely bare bones. You know what I mean? Like, look at, look at the Rams defense. I mean, I know they've got Aaron Donald, right? But like, Everyone on the outside, who are these guys? Indianapolis Colts, who are these guys playing corner and, and safeties for them, right? Like, I, I think Chicago's got some dudes that can play, but man, their defense is super disorganized. There's no communicate. It's the worst defense in the NFL. It's so, such, such a disaster, man. Such a it's disaster. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. And like, I feel bad for piling on in Chicago because not like you or I have any kind of like rooting interest. Uh, for Chicago right. or or anyone in the NFC North for that matter, it's like I mean you know you're you're a freaking you know Carolina dude. I'm like I'm a kid over whoa, here in Cali. Whoa, with, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I mean it's, I mean what do you mean? What what are you woe, woeing me here about? Come on, I don't want to be associated with that team in Carolina. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Complicated relationship, as Matt always said, uh, with the Carolina Panthers. But no, I, I mean again, it's just I mean I I hate to pile on, but that's just. That's how bad it's. That's how shockingly bad it has been uh, in Chicago. Twenty four hundred sports is an Odyssey company. 